0: You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hello, Hello, this is episode three of the Savvy Social Podcast, and I'm so happy you're here. Today, we're talking about how to deal with customer complaints or negativity online. And before we dive in, I just want to do some housekeeping. Um, and I want to remind you that the wait list for the Savvy Social School is now open. I'm so excited about this. I spent all of last weekend working on creating some done-for-you social media posts. Posts. So all you have to do is download them, add your logo if you want, and share them out on social media. My goal is to make this really like as easy as possible for you. So uh, the doors are going to be open to the Savvy Social School next month. Make sure you're on the wait list to uh, get notified for our introductory offer. You can go to the SavvySocialSchool.com or visit the link in our show notes. Alright, so how to deal with customer complaints or negativity online? This happens to the best of us. Someone online isn't happy with your service or your product and they run to social media to voice their opinions. Now, keep in mind that a social media complaint is very different from someone calling in a complaint or emailing in a complaint. Social media is public, it's out in the open, everyone can see it, and it's not uncommon for these types of complaints to turn into a disaster zone. But never fear, I'm here. (laughs) Alright, let's get serious. We're going to talk about um, some tips and and I want to navigate you through this sensitive situation that you have just encountered. Alright, tip number one, do not delete or ignore these comments. Please, I beg you, do not delete the complaint or the negative comment. Uh, In most cases, this will agitate the situation even more. Deleting the comment can be seen as a sign of embarrassment. Other consumers and your followers may feel like you're trying to hide something, and then the person who left that comment may feel an increased agitation because In a sense, you're removing something they felt was important. They took the time out of their day to leave a comment on your social media accounts. They felt so strongly about their issue, they took the time to navigate to your social media accounts, type in your social media URL, Google your name, whatever they did, and then they typed out a comment to say something about it do not delete their efforts. And don't ignore their comment either. If there is something negative or a a a complaint on your account, just address it. Ignoring it says that as a business, you don't care about your customers, you don't care about your social media followers, you can't be bothered to take two minutes and respond to this public display of dissatisfaction. Don't ignore it. Now, as a sidebar, there are very rare cases when deleting a comment is necessary, and I want to emphasize that this is very rare, so don't get crazy with it, but I'll use an example. Um, one of my clients last year launched a project that was a video series about police brutality. It's called the Compliance Series. Now, because of the sensitive nature of these videos, we'd get comments that were outright hateful, they were racist, angry, belligerent all over our videos that we'd post on Facebook. So, more often than not, we would delete and block those individuals. Um, there were some there were some people who just had different opinions, they were respectful about their opinions, but um, we would respond to those and start a conversation with them. The only time we would delete and block is when they were showing outright hate or inappropriate behavior. So I definitely recommend for you, if you feel like your comment in that person is showing belligerence, uh, racism, anger, or just being inappropriate, then you can delete the comment. But that happens very rarely, okay? All right, tip number two, or the next thing you need to do when you get a customer complaint or a negative comment online is to respond as quickly as possible. The faster you can respond to this issue, the better. Even if you don't like immediately have something to say or you don't have an answer, respond and let them know that you're working on the situation. And I think um, you know, as far as response time goes, the same day response is totally acceptable. Some mega companies try to make it their goal to respond within an hour, and if you have the team, you have the resources to do that, that could work. Most of us are running a bare bones organization. We just want to make sure that we check in daily and respond within 24 hours if we can. Number three, or the third step um, that you need to consider when you're dealing with these customer complaints and negativity, negativity online, is to show compassion. Your customers know that as a person or as a business, you're not perfect. No one's perfect. They weren't born yesterday. They understand this concept. So please don't try to hide the fact that there was a mistake made. Take ownership of what you've done to cause this customer's reaction. And taking that ownership is such a great way to diffuse the situation. It's okay to be human and approach this apology in in a natural way. You can show off your ability to be humble and to be genuine and to be apologetic And even if it wasn't your fault, take a moment to pause and show that person compassion. One of the lessons that I learned when I worked at the Marriott, very corporate environment, but one of the greatest things I learned there was to show that you were on their side. So on that person's side, whoever's complaining or having a moment of negativity, show them that you're on their side. And by showing that you're there to help them through whatever it is that's happening, you're turning that encounter from being a potential battle to being a problem-solving collaboration. So if you go in with guns a-blazing and with fists, fists up, chances are that that one comment could turn into a nightmare of public shaming. Okay, so the fourth thing you need to do when you get a customer complaint or negative comment online is is to take it offline. Don't try to problem solve in the actual comment section of whatever it is that's being posted. Instead, direct this person who's contacted you to another way of continuing the conversation, whether that be through a direct message or an email or even a phone call. Um, Just try to take it offline. By taking that conversation offline, In a compassionate way, you're allowing yourself some wiggle room for a resolution to the issue. So let's say this person is asking for a refund on something, and you don't want to advertise to everyone that if they raise a stink on social media, anyone can get a refund. So instead, you're by taking it offline, you're implying that you're starting a deeper conversation with that individual to resolve their issue, whatever that resolution may be. You're allowing yourself to be more personal with that person who has reached out, and you're giving yourself and your team a chance to understand the root of the issue. You're creating space for dialogue, which could lead to improving your product or improving your messaging, which could minimize future situations just like this one. All right. The last step or the last tip that I recommend when you get a customer complaint or when you're seeing negativity online is to create some guidelines. So if you see a negative complaint or question that's popping up consistently on social media, that's a great time to create some standard procedures for how you and your team respond to these types of inquiries. So um, for example, my team and I, we create uh, for each client account, we create a guideline for how to respond. Um, as we see some things, questions, concerns that pop up regularly, we just take a moment to jot down those questions in a Google document along with how we typically respond. I'll give an example from one of my favorite clients, Tonica Kombucha. We would often get questions about Tonica that kind of skewed a little bit negative, but there really were just questions about how fizzy or bubbly the kombucha is, so since this kombucha is processed in a way more natural way, there isn't artificial C2, um, it's really like the champagne method of creating bubbles and fizz, there was a lot more fizz than what people expected when they opened the bottle. So some people who bought the tonica kombucha would be surprised by this, and they would comment about it on social media, they'd post it to like their Instagram. Stories. So, we created this standard reply that we could share to explain what was happening in a very human way. And I want to warn you not to just copy and paste these responses. Um, Even if you have a guideline, it's really the guideline is there for you to know what to say and for how to continue the conversation with someone who's reaching out. It's not just a moment where you copy and paste something, still keep it human and real and natural. All right, so those are my tips for how to deal with customer complaints and negativity online. And more and more people are turning to social media as their sounding board. So it's important for us as businesses to be ready to handle moments when people are reaching out negative or otherwise. I found that more often than not, most people just want to be heard. They just want someone to acknowledge what they're going through. That's all. So if you can do that, you've won half the battle. Thanks for listening to the Savvy Social Podcast. For links to everything I talked about in this episode, head over to SavvySocialPodcast.com and don't forget to join the conversation inside of our Facebook group. Search for Savvy Social Crew or visit SavvySocialCrew.com to join for free. As always, I'd love for you to subscribe and review the podcast on iTunes. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.